Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Únese al equipo de BD en Columbus, Nebraska. Estamos contratando para múltiples posiciones con elegibilidad de bonos de inicio de trabajo. Nuestro plan de beneficios integral comienza para todos los empleados en su primer día, incluyendo los planes de seguro de bajo o ningún costo para algunas posiciones, las oportunidades de crecimiento de la carrera y más. BD está hecho para lo que viene en la salud y su carrera. Solicite hoy en jobs.bd.com. Jobs.bd.com. It is your instant match reaction for Manchester United 1, Everton 1, a result I didn't think Everton were capable of getting today. But those players and that manager went there and believed and they performed and they could have won it in the end. They really could have snatched that uh, at Old Trafford today. Joining me, uh, you might be able to hear some blustering and some traffic in the background. I am down in London, but I would have given absolutely anything to be in that away end today. Uh, Les Robertson, Rob Vera, joining me. Uh, Les, you... You were like me and quite downbeat about this game. Didn't really think we were going to have a chance of getting anything, but uh, but the other lads dug in today, didn't they? Yeah, it was much better than the the four nil I've been predicting all week. Um, yeah, honestly, all credit to the and the players. They were absolutely outstanding there today. You could see from the quality that United brought on off the bench the difference in what the two managers have got available to them. And I think Everton just went away and did the perfect away performance. At Old Trafford, there not the perfect results, but under the circumstances and what I was expecting, I would have taken that a kick off all day. I thought they were all absolutely brilliant. Couldn't fault a man at all there. Yeah, Rob, me and you were texting each other about an hour in, sort of saying that you know we're losing this, but they're doing all right. They're doing probably about as, as well as they could. And I think from from that point on, really, at a point in the game, we'd expect Everton to fade away and not really have much with United bringing on there their big hitters off the bench. It was sort of the opposite way around, wasn't it? It was like Everton grew into the game and likes of the core, right, who I want to speak about a lot today because he was just utterly magnificent for, for the entire 90 minutes. But I think in, in that last half an hour, it was it was Everton who had the better chances to go on and win that game. Yeah, I, I think if Everton had gone on to win the game, um, it, it would have been a fair result. Um, I feel like a draw, given everything we saw today, was was completely fair and, and probably a minimum result. 
I would have been a little more heartbroken with a loss um, after that period of time that you just described when we were talking. I mean, that was the thing is I, I, I wasn't quite like uh, Les in terms of thinking this would be a heavy defeat, but I, I, I even said on kick about a couple of days ago that um, I felt like this was ripe for a uh, kind of a two nil two one sort of moral victory defeat, if that makes sense. But man, I, I, I just, I think I've come away from this semi blown away, if you will. I know that sounds a bit hyperbolic for a draw, but I think you could make the argument that this was their best performance of the season, given all of the context. Once again, missing your your two best um, attacking players, you know, the injuries that, that this side have suffered, the bench that Everton had to bring into a game like this, uh, Anthony Gordon starting a game. It, it, it just all felt uh, kind of like, you know, on paper that there was really not much that they could hope to get out of this. But once again, we have seen this collective group rise to the occasion. Once again, we've seen them excel in the second half, which has become a recurring theme with this squad uh, for, for the beginning of this season. And this is this is the sort of greater than the sum of their parts Everton that we just have not seen in so long. Um, I, I, I think that as they continue to put up performances like these, you, you, you have to go back further and further uh, into the the Moyes years probably to, to, to recall a side that played as cohesively and for one another as this. All the critiques we've had over the last few years, and rightly so, of uh, guys who were passengers, guys who were hiding, there's none of that with this group. Um, I, to your point, Matt, and, and we'll talk, we'll want to talk about it. Um, to, to Abdullah Decore uh, is just an incredible, incredible in, in kind of spearheading this overall effort in the, you know, from the midfield forward. And then of course, Townsend and Gray and, and, and Allen. And really, I mean, it's, I mean, there, there were impressive performances all over the pitch today. It's hard for me to even really pick anyone to be overly critical of just because I thought to a man, they all just gave maximum effort and played for one another. And were just persistently in the face of, of the United players. So I, I, I came away hugely impressed if we get this kind of effort moving forward for the rest of the season, this sort of cohesiveness, this sort of never say die attitude, if you will, this is going to be a team that's way more successful than any of us, including myself, thought they would be. Thank you. I'll mute, Matt. Sorry, I had a bit of an issue with the mute button there, but Rob, I was going to, uh, I was going to ask you, um, before we talk about anything, talk me through your movements and your four processes. When Yerry Mina took oh. that ball <laughs> all the way to the back post, it looked as though he'd won it. First of all, I I want to tell you that before the game today, I thought, you know, what if what if there's some kind of late corner situation and Yerry Mina gets on the end of one to 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 somehow pull out a win for us and and what have you? Now, obviously, that that was not exactly what happened here, but to 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 I think the the point you're making, um, I just about died uh i had to kind of revive myself by you know you know banging my fist against my chest to get my heart beating again uh 
it's a, no, I, I think when I saw the goal, I was in my heart of hearts. I'm like, I think that's offside. But then when they didn't immediately call it and then he goes to dance, I'm like, can I believe this? Can I believe this? And I knew I was on a delay. And so I kept, I went immediately to my WhatsApp group, just trying to see if, if anyone had a, a more uh, recent view of what was going on. And then you started to see the replays. It was clearly offside. It would have been an incredible moment, but that's that's just a testament i guess in a weird way to how while that was disappointing i i was so impressed by the overall effort today and i, I just can't be too mad about it I, I think i think tom davis could have could have shot that maybe should have shot that um i think that that yeri mina you can say and and i think i i get the get the idea that well he he needs to try and hold his line a little bit more to not be offside but i think you got two very two players who are in very he's a, he's a center box to be fair it's just, yeah you know, that's that's I what i was saying around, really, yeah yeah but... da- davis and, and mina are not accustomed to being in a position like that and so i, I think that 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 it was just they just couldn't get it quite right but um yeah i i, I just about died matt as you can imagine <laughs> Uh, Les, let, let's dive in straight into Abdullah Dekore, as, as Rob mentioned there, and just utterly ridiculous today. And I think on, on so many of the post matches we've done recently, where we've spoken about and have said about how he's played like really well for like 10, 15 minute spells, and that's been enough for us to get get results from the game. But I think today, from minute zero to minute ninety five or whatever it was at the end, he was he was on it for the whole game and. You sort of get to a point with him now where when he picks the ball up in space, like midway inside our own half, you're thinking, we can get a chance here because he can carry the ball forward so fast. And, you know, I'm sure we'll come to talk about the goal in a bit more detail later, but the technique he showed and the quick feet he showed to get that from his left foot onto his right foot and then play Townsend. Then it, mm. it, was, it was obscene, wasn't it? And, you know, I, I put on Twitter just after the game there that I don't think there's many better central midfield players, orthodox central midfield players in in the league at the moment he is, he is playing that well and he just absolutely bossed that Manchester United midfield from, from start to finish today didn't he yeah he, he did and, and playing in a two as well but you know midfielders can get overrun when there's just the two of them in the pitch but I think Alan and Decore at the minute is just working so well together Decore is basically doing the job of two players we, we talked about Adrisha Gay in the week and how good he was at Everton. And he, he was sort of being two places at once Decore is a bit like that at the minute he's absolutely everywhere and it, you know, he's just another fast option to break, isn't he? I think um, I think he said at the start of the season, Benitez has sort of taken the shackles off and said, Look, get forward as much as you can because he's got a shot on him, he's got an eye for a pass, and he can just carry the ball so far forward so quickly. And um, he's just a threat all over the pitch. I think that ball through to um the Townsend for the goal, it was weighted so perfectly the Townsend actually got the chance to take a touch before hitting it in. Which if that ball's not absolutely perfect to him, he's probably got to hit that in his stride straight away. But for him to be able to take that touch and start it past the keeper, it was a it was a wonderful goal and very rare to see Evan <laughs> counter attack like that, especially somewhere like Old Trafford. I suppose the thing is, Rob, it's, it's becoming less and less rare, isn't it, that Evan yes, counter attack yes. like that? You know, we are we are getting more and more accustomed to seeing a load of lads leg it down the pitch really fast and score a goal at the end of it. Well, and, and to do that without two of what would many would argue would be our best counterattacking, you know, suitable players, right? In Richarlison and Calvert Lewin. I I think that the the presence that Gray and Townsend 
bring to this thing in terms of their ability to, you know, to, to, you know, bust out on the break, getting good positions. I mean, that's the kind of thing that when you add decor, when you, when you give Decore the remit to get involved in the attack, you know, and get in the box and to get forward um, he, it really enables him to shine because I think that the interplay between those three is something that we've begun to see more consistently. And um, I, I think once again, it's that difference between, between plan and personnel. I mean, I think there's been this idea over the years that, well, Everton are going to have to try and set up for the counterattack. Um, but the problem has been that they really just didn't have enough of those players. Um, even, even when Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin were playing, were, were, were fit, um, it, it was always a case where, you know, Calvert-Lewin didn't always seem to be comfortable once he got to a certain point in the counterattack. Um, Richarlison would need to get that final ball in. I think you've got guys who are more accustomed to making those types types of moves and, and that sort of interplay. Um, and, and I think once you add uh, Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison back to that, I think it will make it even more dangerous uh, on the whole to be able to have uh, players who, who seem to kind of be comfortable and, and know what to do and know how to pounce in those situations. I think that's really what Everton have been missing. Um, I don't think that just having those, you know, two fast players up front has been enough. Now you've got players who not only have the pace and and obviously Gray's got pace for days, but but it's that ability to sort of know on the counterattack beyond just your pace, um, what positions to get into. I, I think that was the, the thing that was so impressive about that goal, the work that Gray did, um, you know, and then obviously Decore being able to, to weight that pass perfectly to a to a wide, you know, what ended up being kind of a wide open Anders Townsend. And granted, you caught him on the break there, but he got into a perfect position for that goal, slotted it home comfortably. And and one once again, every every time uh, Townsend scores, none of those goals have felt really fluky. I mean, you can argue that the the Galazzo he scored scored is something that you're you're going to rarely see, and that's fine. But he always seems to pick good positions. He seems to know at, at all times how to best uh, you know best uh, put himself in, in the the types of areas that are going to make him an attacking threat and 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 in good finishing positions, all the things that you want. So um, it, it's just been such an added dimension to this entire attack not to mention all of those kind of intangible things that, that guys like Townsend and Gray have brought to this side in terms of character and tracking back and and just the the consistent motors that these guys have it's just it's just been like a breath of fresh air to be able to watch this this side actually not only have a plan to counterattack but now have a true ability to do so I think as well as you know we were speaking I can't remember which show it was on, but me and Rob, was, I think it's figures me and Rob on some weekly actually about how the goals against Norwich were sort of great because all the plays that had sort of been key to the start of the season for us had, had all contributed in Grey Townsend and the core. And mm. just after we had that against Norwich at the weekend, we had literally those three lads linking up the score and a great, a great goal at Old Trafford. And I think, I think what, what I really liked about that that goal is it's, it's not just the pace that everything get forward with because I think it's easy to to pack your side with, with loads of fast players and, and get them to leg it down the pitch. But every single one of them picks the right pass, don't they, at, at every single time. You know, Gray holds it and holds it and holds it and then lays it off at the right time. DeCorey could easily panic there with three United players around him. Shows his quality, shows his skill. And then Townsend takes his time, doesn't match the shot. And I think a good thing about Townsend, which I didn't really realise, is that He's actually good with, with really both feet. We, I mean, you sort of imagine him being this fellow who cuts it from the right-hand side with his left foot and tries to slam shots in from distance. But 
he's been taking corners with his right foot. He's been scored it. I, I took it really well with his right foot today as well, didn't he? Yeah, well, that was it. When, when he was taking those corners with his right foot the other week, I was trying to work out, is he left or right-footed? Um, it, it's just slightly obvious that he's left-footed, but there's not much between the two. Um, and you, you, can, you can see that he's a fellow who, throughout his career, he's put the hard work in, and he's still putting the hard work in. And he's absolutely loving playing football at the minute. That celebration, by the way, he can't, he's just been on the telly sort of... Um, not apologising for it, but saying, you know, it didn't mean any disrespect there. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely wonderful, though, wasn't it? I mean, I, just, I, I, was, just, I was just thinking, like, oh, Ronaldo's obviously going to score now, make us look like dickheads. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's where that's, my mind to then. That's what normally happens, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, just, just to go back to the overall goal, I think uh, it had a little bit of everything because uh, Damari Gray did really well to win back possession. Um, I'm not sure he was shoved off the ball, but whoever their player was over that side, he just shoved them off, held the ball up, as you say, let the Corey go at the right minute. Then he sort of sent two players, let Townsend go at the right minute. And he slotted it away. It was, it was just a really, really good quality goal. The kind of goal you expect. I mean, I would all, all week I've been harking back to the 90s games against United because it was I was genuinely terrified today. Um, it was the sort of goal United always used to score against us. Mm. We'd have a corner, they'd pick it up and they'd be absolutely lightening up the pitch. Um, but as you say, it wasn't just the speed of the attack, it was the quality of it. Everything was absolutely perfect about it. And, you know, it was absolutely no less than we deserved from that game because it was it was a perfect away performance. It's a shame we didn't come away with all the three points. I think you said, um, I think you said 1-0, didn't you, Matt? Yeri Mina in injury time. I think I said 1-1 and Yeri Mina scoring like late that, on, yeah. yeah. And I was saying, like, oh, my God, I would give anything to see him dancing after scoring the winner or the equaliser down the stretch for then. It was so close, so close. But, you know, what... We can't argue with the point. It was an absolutely fantastic performance from everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that goal as well, Rob. It's one of them where at the start of the movie, you sort of sat in your seat and you gradually get higher and higher and further and further away from your chair <laughs> as, as, as you're watching it because you realise something, something marvelous might be happening here in a few seconds. Yeah, it, uh, in terms of the not the offside goal, <laughs> I guess, but yeah, no, the uh, the Townsend goal. Yeah, that's the thing is that really when you when you went back just even a few seconds before the goal, I wasn't really convinced that anything was going to come of it. Um, how Gray was able to kind of uh, get the ball uh, out of out of there after you know he had a couple of defenders. Uh, surround him I thought was just so impressive and it, again it's 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 that thing I talked about before that that I think so much is made and rightly so of of pace being such an integral part of, of counterattacking football but uh, it's also poise in those little moments in those situations um, counterattacking goals generally have you know <laughs> they have have several mothers usually if that makes sense in that they are it's not just about that final pass it's about the work that goes into you know get to, to springing that uh, that initial movement downfield the hold up play etc but to to your point yeah I was kind of like okay I'm I'm watching this nothing's going on and then I did find I absolutely like you described found myself kind of standing kind of standing kind of you know just kind of contorting myself I am so glad there there's no camera on me when these games are going on. Um, it, it's it's incredible, uh, and it's an incredible physical experience. But uh, yeah, that's that was certainly my experience watching that, and uh, I, I think it's going to be one that I'm going to go back and watch several times over the weekend. Wonderful. I just just one other player, some other players wanted to mention Rob. Actually, you put about them on Twitter. Uh, the two centre backs today played played really well. And yeah, I was, I, was just, I was just sort of thinking like during that game that you know we speak a lot about we need you know. 
Godfrey in there, maybe Holgate in there. We need to, to mix and match with with uh, you know players who are pacey and players who are dominant and powerful. But something sort of came to my head that what, what you've been saying the week, and it's just to just say that regardless of whether we need balance in there, whether we need pace in there, reg- you know anything that happens that. At the moment, Keane and me and I just sort of still feel like our, our best option at the back and we look the most secure, I think, when they both play at the back. Yeah, I mean, look, we've been, you know, Everton Twitter uh, has been trying to break up this pairing for years uh, I, and yet they just keep finding their way back to one another somehow. And I think the the difference now is, is just... Uh, the fact that they're they're also getting such incredible, um, you know, holding play and defensive play in front of them, you know, from the midfield players. I mean, I think that I don't think it's any coincidence that w- the, these guys are excelling because a they're more fit, but b um, having Allen putting in the shift that he is, I think, really complements their games really well. But yeah, once again, I, I thought Yerry Mina was incredible today. I thought Michael Keane was, uh, bar the moment um, where oh gosh. Um, who was it for United who almost had the headed goal there at the very begin, uh, kind of close to the beginning? I don't know why I'm blanking. Um, Ronnie. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, other than that little moment there, Pickford, Pickford made a nice save on that. I mean, I, I think that you'd have to really be squinting to, to find problems with them. But Matt, to your point, um, those two on paper, I, I think we keep, we, we get obsessed with this idea that, that a center half pairing um, to us uh, has to look a certain way. It has to have one player who's like this and one player is like that. And, and we get kind of obsessed with the, the notion of the quote ideal um, to the point where we begin to sort of uh, it skews the way that we actually look at the reality in front of our eyes. And the reality is that, that Keenan Mina in the vast, vast majority of, of use cases in the premier league are a really, really effective partner. Um, I, 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 I've, I've even thought that maybe it would ultimately be Mina and Godfrey. Maybe it will be at some point, but, but, but right now, um, you know, given the injuries to Coleman, given the, you know, some of the circumstances and that they have in the squad in terms of just depth at certain positions, um, Mina, Mina and Keen just continue to shine in these scenarios. I think that, um, I think in general, just their ability to kind of take away one dimension of the game, especially from, from an aerial point of view, uh, th- that part is kind of something you expect. But I'd also say, just in general, their their overall activity in the box, their 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 their, their blocks, their interceptions, uh, last ditch last ditch defensive plays and tackles. I mean, I think it's all been really really good. But um, I, th- look, this is the uh, this is the the best I have. I, you know, the most in command uh, I've seen Yerry Mina look while he's been at Everton. I, I think that that Rafa Benitez has done a good job of of making sure that no players who have struggled too much have gone too far into a, a negative trend. I think Michael Keane was a little was obviously a little shaky at the beginning of the season, but I said before that that for all of the kind of you know backbiting about who the best pairing was, I, I think we always have known you'd need to have three really top class centers 
Gardner has uh, to, to have a successful season. Um, I think Godfrey is going to get there. I think he was, I, I know that some will say he was at fault for the goal today. I thought that was more a case of United just kind of beating us with, with a quality moment there. But I, I think Godfrey is getting there. I think he had some good moments today too. Um, but ultimately, Keen and Mina right now seem to have a, a real chemistry, a real command. There's good communication out there. And I think Rafa Benitez deserves some credit for really kind of empowering <laughs> some of those guys uh, to, to be vocal leaders out there, to, you know, to constantly be coached throughout the entirety of the game. And, and I think that they take that confidence with them in terms of knowing their role, knowing the plan, knowing where they need to be at all times. And, and when you get guys that are already talented, playing with confidence and playing with authority, you get better results. And, and I think that that's what we're seeing so far. Bar the Villa results in general, I think the defense has, has generally been, been our strength this season overall. And so it's been very impressive. Just, um, just on Godfrey's part in United's goal there, I think that's what you get when you play a centre-back at right-back. Um, yeah. He was, he was caught out of position, but if you're a centre-back, your immediate thought is to get into the middle of the pitch. So it's easy for a centre-back to leave that sort of right-back duty to slip. If it slips out of his head momentarily, he can leave a player out wide like he did there. So he was a fault. It, it's perfectly understandable. I mean, the speed they broke at again there and the fact that he just got dragged a little bit inside. He wasn't fully out of position, but just enough for them to take advantage. I can fully understand how that happened. Um, yeah. More of a problem with the squad and not being able to play a right back there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Les makes a good point. Like, I, I'm trying to have a little grace for for Ben Godfrey, given what he's been coming back from and obviously playing out of position. I think it's different than when Holgate has been in one of those positions, just because I think Godfrey's a better player and can compensate a little bit more for, you know, being out of position at times because of his of his athleticism. Um, but I think Godfrey is going to learn in moments like these. Uh, and, and I do think that we can go back and, and Les, Les and, and Mark and I talked about this. I mean, you can you can fo- you can have the kind of compartmental discussion about the the squad construction and, and the mistakes that were clearly made. But I think this squad has really taken on this sort of notion that once the window closed, like, you know, there aren't, there are no, there are no like other heroes coming. Uh, every one of these players has looked at themselves in the mirror and said that they've kind of proclaimed that they have to be the solution. And I think that that tone and that accountability has been set by the manager. So you, but, but you will see players playing out of position. You're going to see some, mis- you know, physical or mental mistakes occasionally, but all you really want to see uh, is consistent effort and, and, and accountability. And, and I do genuinely think you're going to get that, but, but to, to Les's point, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can concede that, that Ben Godfrey had a, had a bit of a role there uh, in the goal, but, but ultimately uh, I think he's going to continue to improve as his fitness improves. Yeah, magnificent points, I think, overall. Uh, credit to Anthony Gordon as well. He thought played really well. Being yes. dropped in to, to the yeah. uh, to, to the starting 11. That was a bit of a surprise there. But, hey, uh, Matt, we'll talk about- Matt yeah. really really quick, I just I want to say I don't want to end without really harping on that point because we, we talked pretty extensively the last couple of weeks. I know on, on Kickabout about this too, but you know, guys like Anthony Gordon who, who really were buried by Carlo Ancelotti getting a chance in a scenario like this 
um, it, to, to prove himself. I thought Gordon was fantastic today. I think he deserves a lot of credit. And I think, frankly, the club have got to, you know, t- use these opportunities to play their young players just for, purely for their development. Whether they play great or not is almost beside the point um, because the, the, the only way they're going to get better and the only way Everton are going to know what they have in these players is to see them play in big moments like these. I thought Gordon was, was really up to the task today. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was ace as well. So just quickly for me, one thing. Um, there's a clip gone up of uh, Andros Townsend walking over to Cristiano Ronaldo at the end, uh, patting him on the back, and Ronaldo tells him to go away by the look of it and won't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. really boiled there. <laughs> yeah, if, if, that, if that Divi's unhappy, then it makes it even better, doesn't it? Oh, so, great stuff. Lovely. Wonderful stuff. Uh, great point for the Blues. Really good point for the Blues there at Old Trafford. I think anyone really thought the other end today, but like I said at the start, Credit to these lads, credit to these manager, this manager. Uh, hope everyone has a good weekend. It is the international break, of course, but we will be reflecting a lot on that performance and a wonderful start to the season for the team. Uh, cheers to Rob. Cheers to Les. That's been your instant match reaction for United 1, Everton 1. Up those toffees. Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store. It's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at northerntool.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.